We begin today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near at the true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Let us now pause for reflection on God's word and for self-examination. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, And in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Old Testament reading for this morning, the fifth Sunday after Pentecost, is from Zechariah chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your King is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle today is from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 7. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh sold under sin. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh, For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind 
and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down the weary one, lay down thy head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was so weary, worn, and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me I heard the voice of Jesus say, Behold, I freely give the living water, thirsty one, stoop down and drink and live. I came to Jesus and I drank of that life-giving stream. My thirst was quenched, my soul revived, and now I live in him. I heard the voice of Jesus say, I am this dark world's light. Look unto me, thy morn shall rise, and all thy day be bright. I looked to Jesus, and I found in him my star, my sun. And in that light of life I'll walk till traveling days are done. I missed uh, doing this all of this year, so I'll begin in this way. Alleluia, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. What beautiful words to hear. 
Our sermon this morning is based on the words from our epistle from Romans chapter 7 and also from our gospel from Matthew chapter 11. Have you ever been in a situation where you've looked ahead on your schedule and there's something on that schedule that you would love to avoid at all costs but cannot? Maybe it is a meeting with a co-worker that you don't get along with. Or it's a meal with a relative that for some reason brings out the worst in you. Whatever it is, it's coming up. You can't avoid it. And so you say to yourself, I'll do the best I can. I won't lose my cool. I'll behave. The event comes, and before you know it, you've blown it. Said something hurtful thought something terrible, you've blown it. You've sinned against that person whether they knew it or not. Been there? Done that? I know I have. I know I have more than once. And we see in our epistle today that St. Paul, if asked if he were in a similar situation, would also be nodding his head Yes, I've been there as well. That he also had failed in similar situations. Look what St. Paul describes in verse 15 of our text. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. It apparently also didn't matter for Paul how much he prepared how much he told himself he wasn't going to sin in that way, he did anyway. And then, look at what Paul goes on to say. Goes on to say about himself that we probably have to nod in agreement, recognizing we do these things as well. Verses 18 and 19. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh, For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. And then Paul goes on and completes the thought process. Wretched man that I am is what he proclaims. And the fact is, It's true. True for Paul, and yes, true for you, and true for me. Wretched people that we are. And another truth is this. We shouldn't fool ourselves into thinking anything different. That bend, that leaning towards evil is always there. Always. And many times, many times throughout each day, that evil within us will win. And when it does, we can be called nothing but wretched. That is the truth. And we cannot change it. 
Thankfully, our epistle tells us how Paul dealt with this wretched status of his that crept into his life each day. Paul dealt with his shortcomings of the law. Paul dealt with his failures in following God's command. Paul dealt with his sin that brought on its rightful wage of death. He dealt with it all in the same way you need to. By turning to Christ. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. No, Christianity is not about being free of sin. It's about being forgiven of sin. These verses from our epistle make it clear, make it clear both to me and to you, that if the main emphasis of my preaching to you is ever about what you can do to please God, or ever about how to give you a how-to list on being a better Christian, of getting you to think that you gotta, then I have left you in a wretched state for sure. For you will fail. No, the wretchedness can only be changed by another by your Savior, Jesus Christ. And our gospel lesson for today tells us how that happens. This mental anguish that Paul goes through in the epistle is the result of the law, the law weighing down on a sinful human being that cannot carry the burden that the law lays upon him. Jesus tells us in this, verses 28 and 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A yoke. A yoke is a device made of wood and changed that unites two animals for a common purpose. They become attached to each other and then by being united are able to do heavy work. And so when Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, what he means is this. Be attached to me. Be attached to me by grace through faith. As you are attached to Christ through the word, the yoke is easy because he takes the work of the law upon his shoulders. He fulfills the law for you and he covers you with his perfect following of that law. He makes you holy. As you are attached to Christ, through the sacraments, the burden is light. For the burden is his. The burden is his, and you have become attached to the Almighty. The, no, the law 
no longer weighs you down, and you no longer are a wretched man. Attached to Christ, you find rest. You find something to take away the anguish that is truly ours under the law. You find the gentleness, the sweetness of the gospel. You find comfort in his arms. You find peace, real peace, as he carries you to victory in the war over sin. You find joy in the certainty of being carried into the presence of the Father, not in the state of wretchedness, but in the state of holiness, a child of God, heir of eternal life. Attached to Christ, you find rest for your souls. For this, we give all glory, honor, praise, and thanks to God Almighty. Amen. And now let us confess together our faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us now pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. This morning in our prayers, we add prayers for uh, the family of Ruth Ludeman, uh, Deb Snyder. Ruth is Deb Snyder's mom, and and, uh, Ruth passed away this past week, and so we offer prayers for Deb and all of the family. Dear Father in heaven, we come before you this day a grateful people, for you have given us your son. He has completed the work of the cross. Our salvation is secure. Our yoke is light, and we thank you, dear Father. In the comfort of this grace, we come before you now on behalf of your people, and so we lift up before you Nicole, Dottie, Lauren, Marge, Alfred, Brecken, Audrey, Janine, Randy, Lance, Carmela, Arthur, Floyd, Sharon, Cheryl, Barb, Don, Sydney, Emily, Ed, Nick, Jeanette, Don, Parker, Kathy, Fred, Doris, Verda, Kyle, Sandy, and all those in our hearts that are not mentioned here. Lord, we ask your blessings upon them in this time. We pray for healing for them, if it be your will. And we pray even more than that, dear Father, that you strengthen them in faith in these difficult times and these moments of adversity and affliction. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we lift up before you Tyler, Devin, Kyle, Roger, Tanner, Logan, Alex, Nick, Daniel, Cameron, and all those who serve in our armed forces. And we pray, dear Father, that you bless them with safety in the work that they do. We ask that you give them the abilities to do this work to the glory of your name and for the benefit of the people they serve. We pray that your Holy Spirit be with them to strengthen them in faith as they do this work each day. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we lift up those who lead throughout our country and throughout the world, and in these difficult days, we pray, dear Father, that you give them all the wisdom that they need 
uh, to, uh, to govern appropriately. We pray that they uh, make the changes they should and uh, do so in ways that please you and bring glory to your name. We ask that they look to you and to you only for this wisdom. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, we lift up our youth and in this summertime. We thank you that you have kept them safe thus far, and we pray that that continue. We pray in these summer months that you give them a desire to continue to learn, especially the gospel of your Son. Keep them safe in their days. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, we lift up uh, uh, the family of uh, Ruth Ludeman at this time. We thank you for the life of faith you've given her through the waters of baptism. We ask your blessings upon Deb and all the family as they uh, continue in their days. Uh, may they mourn, uh, yet mourn with confidence and uh, with comfort that uh, the victory has been won for Ruth and for them by grace through faith in your son. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we lift up our world, uh, our community, our state, our nation in this time of this pandemic. We pray, dear Father, that uh, uh, you would bless us and keep us healthy. We pray that you would keep us free from this virus. We pray that those who are infected with this virus would be, would be able to be healed. We pray for those who work with them on the front lines that you keep them safe and give them the abilities they need to continue in their work. Bless us all, dear Father, in this time. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us now pray together the words our Savior taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now.
Praise than when.